Ladies and gentlemen all over the world, welcome to a brand new episode of Prime Talk with Rodimus Prime. I am yours truly, the one and only Rodimus Prime here on this Monday, October 4th, 2021. I tell you what, my neck of the woods has been pretty, uh, I don't know, wild, I guess. It's been raining off and on where I am. Hope the weather is decent. Hope it's better where you are because you can't tell about the weather anymore. You know, one minute it'll rain, one minute it'll, the sun will come out. Next thing you know, it's snowing. Who knows what's going to happen? But anyway, hope everybody out there is doing pretty well. Hope your week is starting. Hope you're starting your week off right. Hope your weekend will go well soon. We're just a few days away from the weekend, so on and so forth. Um, I did say that I was going to give my Extreme Rules um, review. That was last week. Uh, I thought the show overall was okay, you know. I honestly think they need to get rid of the Extreme Rules name because there was nothing extreme about the pay-per-view. But I thought overall the in-ring action was pretty good. Um, The ending to the main event, which was the Demon Finn Balor and Roman Reigns for the U.S. title, U.S., for the Universal title, I thought was pretty lame. I'll just leave it at that. I just thought it was pretty lame, but, you know. I, instead of talking about it here on the podcast, I just want to give you my quick thoughts on that. But anyway, on today's show, I'm going to do something different. Now, normally, I do back-to-back uh, football shows with college football and NFL. But I'm going to talk some college football. And then at the tail end, I'm going to talk about the MLB playoffs. Yes, the Major League Baseball playoffs are here. The wild card games um, start tomorrow, and I believe Wednesday is the National League, if I'm not mistaken, but I know Yankees and Red Sox play tomorrow, uh, I will go through the playoff brackets, I have them written down, and I will give you my predictions on who I think will win the World Series, so my question to y'all is, who do you think will win the World Series, because you got some really good teams out there, some teams that I didn't necessarily expect to make the playoffs, but, Overall, I think it's a pretty good field on both sides of the spectrum. But anyway, let's talk some college football first. I tell you what, week five will go down. It will go down as one of the wildest weeks this year because there are a lot of upsets. There were some teams that got some very uh, quality wins. There were some surprise, some, some surprising wins. And a lot of teams dropped, a lot of teams fell, a lot of teams fell, a lot of teams moved up in the rankings. I'll get to that in just a little bit. But after looking at everything with the dust settled and the smoke cleared, I want to give my five takeaways from week five of the college football week. Now, normally I don't do this, but I actually wanted to do this with the way college football went down this weekend, especially with uh, week five heading into week six. So here are my five takeaways from week five of the college football season. One, the SEC got exposed. Here's why I say the SEC got exposed. You got seven teams in the SEC that are ranked. Four of those seven teams lost, right? You had Texas A&M, Arkansas, Florida, and Kentucky. Now, Kentucky did not lose. Ole Miss lost. But I'll talk about Kentucky in a second. Here's why I talk about those four teams. One, Texas A&M is fraud. Yes, Texas A&M is fraud. They are not looking good right now. This is their second consecutive loss. 
Now, they lost to Arkansas in Arlington at uh, Cowboys Stadium. And this week, they lost again to Mississippi State. Texas uh, A&M, they got a big game against Alabama. Leading into the season, this looks like the game of the year on paper. Scott Van Pelt even said that Saturday night after the Auburn-LSU game. And I even said the same thing. This is why I want to do an SEC conference prediction, but unfortunately I didn't do that. But that being said, Texas A&M just looks horrible. Nothing seems to go right for them at this particular moment. Again, they just got their second loss. And when they play Alabama Saturday, it's going to be mighty ugly. And they're playing at home. So they better put up or shut up. Because right now, they've had two teams shut them up, and they have just not looked like the Texas A&M that we know them to be. Or that they should be. Arkansas and Ole Miss got got brought back to earth. Arkansas basically did not practice. They basically did not come to play against the Georgia Bulldogs because they got stomped. Okay? Now, last week, I said that they were a team not to be slept on, but it looks like there's another team that took their place. I'll talk about that in a minute. And Ole Miss, they knew that they were running into a brick wall known as Alabama. Now, they put up 21 points. Okay, that's fine. But the fact of the matter is, Ole Miss, they knew they could not hang with Alabama. I don't care that Lane Kiffin coached with Nick Saban. I don't care that he was in his uh, administration, if you will. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. The point is, Coach Kiffin, you know, he got the team ready the best he could. I'm not taking that away from him. But the point of the being, the point of the matter is, they were not going to win this game. It wasn't a few years ago where they upset Alabama pre-Lane Kiffin, but you know they 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 played hard. I'll give them that they played hard, but they got brought back down to earth. Both teams basically had a reality check, if you will, especially Arkansas with the way they got shut out Saturday night. Florida, they lost. Florida, uh, I don't know what to say about Florida. Florida has two losses, and this does not look good. If they're going to contend in the SEC East, in which they will not win, from the looks of it, they will not win the SEC East. Okay? Florida has a huge game this week, and they just need to get it together because there was no reason why they lost that game, but Kentucky was the better team, and I don't know what else to say about that. And speaking of, speaking of Kentucky, they are underrated. They are now the team not to be slept on in the SEC. They beat Florida. An unranked, undefeated Kentucky team beat a number 10 Florida team Saturday by seven, and they pretty much not only got the SEC on their ear, they got the whole world on their ear. They pretty much put the whole conference on notice, in my opinion. No one's really talking about Kentucky like they're doing, say, Coastal Carolina or Arkansas or Ole Miss. Nobody is really giving them the recognition that they deserve. And I think it was a real nice win for Kentucky, a huge win in my book. You know, they got a big game against LSU. Um, you know, they're doing their thing right now. And nobody's really giving Kentucky uh, the proper recognition. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. 
Number two, Clemson. Clemson is out of the top 25 for the first time since 2014. Now, Clemson won Saturday. But the bottom line is, Clemson, and as I've stated this before, Clemson just does not look good. They have been really disappointing. Now, granted, they lost a lot of talent. It's basically like I'm beating a dead horse by saying that again. But the fact of the matter is, Clemson has definitely fell below expectations. Despite their win Saturday, they have now fallen out of the top 25. And I don't know what else to say about the Clemson Tigers. They just do not look good this year. Notre Dame is suspect. That's number three. Notre Dame is suspect. Notre Dame lost. Now, in my opinion, I've also said this before. They should have lost against Florida State in week one. Now, they got the win. It is what it is. But Notre Dame, to me, they have been suspect for the last few years. They're definitely not winning a national championship. Coach Kelly, you know, he can prepare that team the best way he can. But they're definitely not competing against Georgia and Alabama and Penn State and Iowa and teams like that. As far as Alabama and Georgia are concerned, they are the clear number one and number two. Notre Dame is nowhere near those two teams right now. They are very suspect. Number four, Georgia is on the mission. Have you seen Georgia play lately? Have you seen the two teams that they have played lately? Vanderbilt and Arkansas. Now, I just talked about Arkansas just a few seconds ago. Uh, Georgia has outscored their opponents 99-0. to Let me repeat that. Georgia has outscored their last two opponents 99-0. to And I had to look up the team stats and total yards and all that stuff before recording earlier. They have held their last two opponents... Two opponents to a combined 239 yards. I'm not making this up. Georgia is not playing. They're clearly winning the SEC East. Okay? When they played against Vanderbilt, the total yards for that, Georgia 532 to Vanderbilt 77. When they played Arkansas this past weekend, Georgia 545 to 162, which was Arkansas. Total... With their last two opponents, Georgia has had 1,077 total yards to 239 total yards with their last two opponents. That is disgusting. That is so disgusting. And I tell you what, Coach Smart, he's got that team ready. And I mean ready in every sense of the word. Like I just said, they in Alabama are the clear Number one and number two. And with the way Georgia's playing, I don't have their schedule in front of me. They got a real tough game against Auburn, a 2.30 game, Central Time on CBS. I don't know. Can anybody stop Georgia? That is the question. Can anybody stop Georgia? And from the looks of it, I don't think so. Let's talk some week five action. As I mentioned, week five was a very wild week. Some surprising wins, some upsets here and there. So let's just talk about some of these games that were on tap um, from this past weekend. Excuse me. Um, Thursday, we had Virginia taking on the Miami Hurricanes. And you want to know who won that game? It certainly wasn't Miami because they lost by two. Virginia won 30-28. to 
On Friday, we had number five Iowa taking on Maryland. Iowa basically just dominated in every sense of the way. 51-14 over Maryland. Number 13, BYU over Utah State, 34-20. Houston over Tulsa. Uh, no problem there, 45-10. On Saturday, number one, Alabama took on number 12, Ole Miss. As I just mentioned, Ole Miss lost, but they did manage to put up 21 points. However, it wasn't enough because Alabama dominated 42-21. to Georgia over Arkansas, basically wiping the field, basically playing themselves, if you will. Georgia just all over the place on Arkansas. No pun intended. They basically walked the dogs on the Razorbacks, 37-0. Stanford upset number three, Oregon, in overtime. What a good game that was. Stanford getting the W and the upset again, 31-24. Penn State over Indiana, 40, I mean 24-0. Cincinnati, they defeated uh, number nine, Notre Dame, who I mentioned. Se- uh, this was a seven versus nine matchup. Uh, Cincinnati won 24-13. Kentucky upsetting Florida. Uh, same thing I just mentioned in my takeaways. Florida just needs to get it together. Kentucky, very underrated, uh, certainly under the radar, if you will. Shout out to the Wildcats. Uh, shout out to Florida. You know, they played as hard as they could, but they lost again. Kentucky got the upset 20-13. to Michigan over Wisconsin 38-17. to Mississippi State upsetting number 15, Texas A&M 26-22. And I was watching Paul Feinbaum's show earlier, and I and some reporters and stuff like that were on there. You know, he has his usual guest every week, and I see people comparing Coach O to Gene Chizik when he was at Auburn. That is a very bad comparison. Okay, Paul Feinbaum did mention that he has a better record than Coach Chizik, so I don't know where they get these comparisons from, but I will say Coach O's hot seat has gotten very hotter. Okay, so um, he just needs to get it together. Um, Let's see. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, uh, they defeated Baylor 24-14. Arizona State over um, number 20 UCLA 42-23. Auburn, you know, I just talked about Coach O. I just thought I th- I just thought I'd throw that out there, but uh, Auburn got the W. I was very skeptical of the Auburn Tigers. They got it done. As I said, as I said earlier in the show, it seems like I'm beating a dead horse when I'm talking about the same stuff or the same people. But Bo Nix, Bo Nix, I got to give the dude credit. I'm not a fan of his by no means necessary, but. He got the job done. He played well. The way he was scrambling, getting away from the defense, the way he threw that ball. What was that, a 47-yard pass he threw, 24, whatever it was? When he threw that one pass, I literally jumped up off my bed and was like, holy shit. And I was just stunned with the way he played. I mean, I, among a lot of people, wrote him off, but he proved a lot of people wrong, including myself. He was 23 for 44, 255 yards. 
He had one touchdown, 12 rushes for 74 yards and a touchdown. The Auburn Tigers, for the first time in 21 years, beat LSU in Death Valley. So that was an amazing win for the Auburn Tigers. Um, but I want to get back to Texas A&M for a second. Coach Jimbo Fisher, you know, just like Coach O, they can make all the excuses all they want, but they need to get their teams together because it ain't looking great. So, but anyway, Auburn got the W um, over LSU 24 to 19. Clemson, as I mentioned, for the first time in seven years, is out of the top 25. Despite their win, they beat Boston College 19-13. Tennessee, rolling over Missouri 62-24 in SEC play. North Carolina, beating Duke in a major way 38-7. Texas, they got that Red River rivalry this Saturday against Oklahoma. I'm going to give my prediction on that. They beat TCU 32-27, App State over Georgia State 45-16. USC, they beat Colorado 37-14. South Carolina over Troy 23-14. Florida State, Lord have mercy. Ladies and gentlemen, Florida State got their first win. Oh my goodness, I could not believe that when I, wrote, when I saw that score. And they beat Syracuse, by the way, 33-30. The Florida State Seminoles, listen, I don't care if they win just one game this year. At least they got to win. With the way they played, I know the season hasn't gone the way that they expected. Not every team is going to have a good season. I understand that. But with Florida State, it was it, it's, it's just been embarrassing to watch. I'm sorry. It's just been embarrassing to watch them. But they got the W again. Congratulations to the Seminoles. They finally got a win. Holy shit. Nevada over Boise State, 41-33. Um, Washington State over Cal, 21-6. Liberty uh, just destroying UAB, 36-12. Vanderbilt, the same Vanderbilt who got blew out by Georgia, by the way. 30-28 over UConn. Louisiana over South Alabama, 28-20-18. Now, let's talk some uh, swack. You know, like I always say, you know, I got show love, show love to the HBCUs. There was a game last Sunday. There was a game last Sunday. It was uh, Southern taking on Mississippi Valley State, and they won 38-25. to That's rare that you hear about a game on a Sunday. So congratulations to Southern. Uh, also some games from Saturday. Grambling over Alabama A&M, 37-28, and FAMU. Just blowing out Alabama State in a big way, 28-0. to zero. So those are your scores from uh, Week 5. Let's talk some Week 6 action. Let's get into the rankings real quick. 1 and 2, I mean, do we really need to talk about this? Alabama and Georgia, do we really need to talk about this? Alabama getting 53 of the 62 votes. Um, Georgia getting 9 votes, if you will. Three through, t- 3 through 10, respectfully, goes like this. Iowa, Penn State, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Oregon, Michigan, and BYU. 11 through 20, Michigan State, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, Notre Dame, Coastal Carolina. You got three SEC schools back-to-back-to-back. Kentucky, Ole Miss, and Auburn, followed by Wake Forest and Florida. And then 21 through 25, Texas. Arizona State, North Carolina State, SMU, and San Diego State with Florida 
taking the biggest hit this week, dropping 10 spots to number 20, again losing to Kentucky. Now, these are some interesting matchups, just like week five. So we are going to get to the halfway point now. And I will uh, probably do some I'll probably do some more rounds of takeaways, if you will, concerning week six. I don't know, depending on how week six plays out. But let's just get into the uh, games and predictions, if you will. Um, on Thursday, you have number 15, Coastal Carolina taking on Arkansas State. Now, I personally haven't watched Coastal Carolina that much. I really haven't paid attention to them. Um, Arkansas State, last I saw, they're just not doing well right now. One in three, one in four, whatever their record is. But I'm going to take Coastal Carolina. I'm going to say 39 to 17 over Arkansas State. Then we have Houston versus Tulane. Um, Houston has been on a roll from what I've seen. You know, they've had some bumps in the road here and there, but I think they can get it done against Tulane. I'm going to say 27 to 7 Houston wins. On Friday, you have Temple versus number five, Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming off that big win against Notre Dame. Temple looking to get the upset, but I don't see that being the case. I'm going to take Cincinnati over Temple 42 to 14. Stanford over um, number Stanford versus number 22, Arizona State. Sorry. Um, Arizona State, another team up and down this year for real. Uh, Stanford, they've they've had quite the up and down season, but I think the offense will do well. I think the defense can show up when they when need be. I'm going to take Stanford to win and get the upset, twenty nine to twenty. Saturday, we have the Red River rivalry, the annual Red River rivalry. Now, the last few years it's been pretty good. Um, I think last year's game came down to the wire. I think this game will be no different. However, I think it'll be, I think the the spread, I believe, had Oklahoma by three and a half. I got them winning by 11. I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say Texas wins. I take that back. I'm going to say Texas wins. I think Oklahoma was favored by three and a half, but I think Texas will win by 11. Therefore, I'm going to say number 21, Texas beats number six, Oklahoma, 35 24. Number 13, Arkansas takes on number 17, Ole Miss. Both teams coming off a loss. Two teams desperate need, in desperate need for a win, uh, especially Arkansas with the way they just got blew out, shut out, destroyed, whatever word you want to throw in there. Ole Miss, you know, they just, they just got rattled. They really got rattled. Um, but that being said, you know, like I said, two teams in desperate need of a win. I'm going to take Ole Miss over Arkansas. I think the Rose has uh, died, if you will, on the uh, Arkansas season. You know, it's not over for them yet. Don't get me wrong. But I think the, uh, what's that saying? The, the, the Rose, golly, I can't think of the saying. Anyway, I just think Arkansas is going to lose, basically. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Um... I'm going to say Ole Miss wins 31 to 23. Then we have number 21, I mean, number 20, Florida against Vanderbilt. Now, I said this was a big game, but looking at this, I see who they're playing. 
There's no excuse on why Florida should struggle against Vanderbilt. Number 20 versus unranked Vanderbilt. Um, Florida, you know, this should be a cakewalk for them. It's Vanderbilt. You know, they got one win under their belt. Congratulations. No disrespect. But, again, there's no excuse on why Florida should lose this game. Therefore, I got them blowing out the Commodores um, 45-10. to 10. Tennessee taking on South Carolina. I think that can be a good one. South Carolina's been playing hard. You know, they're not on the level of, say, a Georgia, Auburn, or Alabama in the SEC. But I think they've been playing pretty good. Tennessee, it's Tennessee. What else do I need to say here? Um, but I got the Vols winning. I think they're actually winning the close one. I got them winning 34-28. Duke taking on um, Georgia Tech at home. I think Duke can get the victory after their dis- disgusting loss against North Carolina. I'm going to say 36-20 to over Georgia Tech. Blue Devils win. We have number two, Georgia, taking on number 18, Auburn. Now, I gave Bo Nix his props. He did his thing, but he ain't playing LSU. He's playing the Bulldogs. He's playing a team who basically has the SEC East on lock. Let's just go ahead and say that. He's going to have to show up. The offensive line, as far as Auburn is concerned, is definitely going to have to, uh, they're definitely going to have to do their job the same way they did Saturday. They're going to have to protect them by all means. Georgia, as I said before in my takeaways, they are on a mission. They're on a mission to win the national championship. They're on a mission to win the SEC. They're on a mission to destroy any team in their path. And that includes the Auburn Tigers. Um, Auburn's got real trouble on their hands. This is a 2-30 game on CBS at Jordan-Hare Stadium. And I'm, I'm skeptical. I really do fear for Auburn heading into this game. You know, I, I said to myself looking at their schedule this was one of the few games that they would lose I would be shocked if Auburn beats Georgia I really do now granted this isn't a few years ago where they beat like two number one teams in three weeks when Gus Malzahn was their head coach this is a whole new ball game but that being said I'm going to take Georgia and their high powered offense and their strong defense over Auburn 38 to 28 dogs win Boise State taking on number 10, BYU. You know what? I think this game will go to overtime. I'm going to say BYU loses. I think Boise State can get the upset. I'm going to say they win 24-21 in overtime. So we'll have an upset on Saturday. I'm picking Boise State to win. Number 24, SMU on the road taking on Navy. I think Navy will also get an upset. I got them winning 31-20. to North Carolina, the same North Carolina who blew out Duke, will take on Florida State. You know, it was fun while it lasted, but Florida State, they're going to have trouble on their hands. And I think North Carolina is basically going to show up and show out and shut up Florida State, if you will. Um, Florida State basically is just not ready. They're just not ready to handle... What is about to happen and what's about to come, I think the defense will definitely play a factor in this game. I think the offense will definitely gain some yards throughout the game. And all that being said also, I think North Carolina will win, 42-21. 
San Jose State against Colorado State. I got San Jose State winning 33-17. We have number four, Penn State against number three, Iowa. Now, I personally, I'm going to I'm gonna play bias here. I personally have never, ever, ever been a fan of Iowa. I think they and Wisconsin are two of the most rated teams ever ranked. Penn State, I think Penn State will definitely find ways to um, maneuver as far as their defense is concerned. Their defense, they have a really strong defense. Their offense is nothing to play with. They got some really strong pieces on offense. Now, okay, Iowa, you know, they do, they do their thing. They're okay. They do the best they can. That's why they're ranked third in the country. And they've really shown that they, they can hang with the lights of a Penn State and Ohio State and Alabama and Georgia. They're not on their level, but evidently they're in the top five. That being said, I'm going to take Penn State over Iowa. Yes, Penn State over Iowa. 41 to 28. I think Penn State can get it done. UCF will take on East Carolina. I got UCF winning 28 to 7. We have TCU on the road taking on Texas Tech. I think TCU can get it done there. 33-14. Troy at home against Georgia Southern. I'm gonna pick Troy in that one 27-23. Georgia, I mean Georgia. Uh Troy has been uh not looking good lately. I know they lost last week, as I mentioned, but uh, I think they can bounce back and get it done. I'm going to say 27-23 uh, Trojans. Next, we have number nine, Michigan, taking on num- uh, Nebraska. Michigan is another team who I think has been overrated throughout the years. I'm still trying to figure out why John Harbaugh is still their head coach. I mean, this is the same head coach who can't even beat Ohio State, for God's sakes. You can't beat Ohio State, you got a problem. That's like if somebody hires all, somebody hires a coach at Auburn and he can't beat Alabama for four straight years. Why are you head coach? You're trash. But that's neither here nor there. I was debating on if I wanted, if I was going to pick Nebraska to win. Nebraska, you know, I hadn't watched much of them, but, you know, they got a tough challenge on their hands. I decided to go with Michigan. I think Michigan can get it done. 30 to 10. Number 14, Notre Dame on the road against Virginia Tech. Notre Dame, you know, they lost to Cincinnati. They lost a real tough matchup. But Virginia Tech, I think they can handle Virginia Tech easily. I'm going to say 42 to 17, uh, the Irish win. LSU taking on Kentucky. Coach O. You know, he's taking responsibility for their loss against Auburn because he is the head coach. I, I agree with that. You know, I think all sh- head coaches, regardless of what sport, should take accountability for what happens. Um, Kentucky, as I mentioned, flying under the radar, surprising a lot of people. They got a real good offense, a real strong defense. LSU is just not looking right right now. My thing is this. If LSU does not beat Kentucky... Coach Ho, Co- I can't believe I said it. Coach O and his hot seat has just gotten worse. And I feel like if LSU can't get it done against Kentucky, they might as well call it a season. And we're just at the halfway point. That being said, I think they'll show up and I think they'll surprise a lot of people. I think they'll pull off the upset. Therefore, I'm going to pick LSU to win big 
37-17, I think the one-week uh, celebration that is Kentucky as far as the rankings is concerned, I think that will die down quick because I got LSU again winning 37-17. to Number one, Alabama against Texas A&M. Boy, has Texas A&M been one of the biggest disappointments this year. I talk about Clemson being disappointed. Texas A&M has been mighty disappointing, especially not only in SEC, but throughout the entire college football world. Now, a lot of people on paper uh, said that Texas A&M would give Alabama a problem. Florida, from the looks of it, now the game hasn't been played yet, but so far Florida has given Alabama more of a problem than Texas A&M. I had a co-worker ask for the day off for this game, and he says now he feels like an idiot because he's an Alabama fan, and he's going to watch Alabama stomp Texas A&M out at College Station. Texas A&M, they can show up the best way they can, but they're not going to get the job done. I got Alabama winning in a huge way. 49-14 against the Aggies. Coach Jimbo Fisher, you know, I tell you what, with that extension he got, he better put that money to good use. He better put that money to good use when he's uh, recruiting players next year and National Signing Day comes up and, you know, they're just not looking right. Offensively, defensively, they're just not looking right. He better recruit the best players that he can because they are not winning Saturday. Next we have Utah taking on USC. I think USC, you know, with the way their season has gone, it's not necessarily what they expected, but I think they can get it done here against Utah. I'm going to say 28-6. to New Mexico against number 25, San Diego State. I'm picking San Diego State to win 40-3. UCLA taking on Arizona. Last I saw Arizona, they have just been terrible also. Um, UCLA, uh, not ranked. They got upset again. Uh, so all this talk about them possibly winning the Pat the Pat twelve, they can might as, they might as well throw that out the window because UCLA is another school that's not looking good right now. But I think they'll bounce back. I got them beating Arizona forty three to thirteen. New Mexico State. Uh, they're taking on Nevada. I got Nevada winning thirty one to seven. Um, Arkansas Pine Bluff. They're taking on Alabama State. Alabama State got destroyed last week, but I think they can get the W here. I think they'll turn things around. 26-20 is my final Hornets win. Um, Gremlin taking on Alcorn State. I got Gremlin winning 41-23. Jackson State, they had the week off last week. They're playing Alabama A&M. I think they'll definitely get the job done. I think they'll show up, and I think they'll uh, make an example of A&M. I'm going to say 39-10, to 10, Jackson State. I coach, I think Coach Sanders will have that team ready. And FAMU taking on South Carolina State. I think FAMU will win. Again, they're the ones who blew out Alabama State last week. I got them winning 28-30. to 30, I mean, 38-24 to 24 is my final. FAMU winning that one. Now, baseball. I know I haven't talked about that much. I barely talk about it, if at all, on this show. But as I mentioned at the top of the show, the MLB playoffs is here. We've had quite the wild season. A lot of surprises. This, that, and third. 
Um, tomorrow, Yankees and Red Sox play in the American League Wild Card. And Wednesday, er, Wednesday is the Dodgers and the Red Hot St. Louis Cardinals. Um, we got some really good matchups here. So I'm just going to go through the playoff brackets and give my predictions, if you will. Tomorrow, I'm picking the Yankees over the Red Sox. Red Sox have been kind of suspect this year. Yankees as well. I'm not, I'm not excluding them. They've been kind of suspect throughout the season. But I think the Yankees will get it done. I'm going to say they win 8 to 2. I'm going to pick 8 to, I'm going to say 8 to 2. Yankees win. The winner of that game will face the Tampa Bay Rays. So I think that'll be a good matchup regardless of who wins, but I'm picking the Yankees. Then we have in the National League the Dodgers versus the St. Louis Cardinals. The Dodgers won the World Series last year. I don't see them winning this year. I think somebody else will win. I'm taking the red-hot St. Louis Cardinals over the champs, and they'll play the uh, number one-ranked team in the National League, the San Francisco Giants. So then we have our playoff set. I'm predicting Yankees over Red Sox. We have Red. We have Rays versus Yankees. Then we have the Houston Astros versus the Chicago White Sox. Nationally, we have the Giants versus the Cardinals. Then the Milwaukee Brewers versus the Atlanta Braves. Now, I believe last year I predicted Yankees and Braves in the World Series. Neither team got there. I don't think neither team will get there this year. So in the American League Division Series, um, I'm taking the Rays over the Yankees. As much as I love the Yankees, as much as I love the Red Sox, as much as I love the Braves, neither team is winning the World Series. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays, and I think uh, they'll win three games to two and move on to the championship series, followed by the Houston Astros and the Chicago White Sox. As far as the White Sox are concerned, you know, they definitely bounced back from the horrible season they had last year. Um, but I don't think uh, I don't think it'll be enough to advance. You know, they're looking for their first title in the last few years. I'm going to pick the Astros to face the Rays in the ALCS. In the National League, I'm going to actually take the St. Louis Cardinals over the Giants. And I think they'll get it done in four games, followed by the Atlanta Braves over the Milwaukee Brewers. So then in the National League, we have our Final Four set. But in the National League, I'm picking Cardinals and Braves. In the ALCS, I got Rays and Astros. With the Astros winning, going to the World Series, winning four games to two, followed by the St. Louis Cardinals getting it done against the Braves, four games to one. Then we have, well, I have, should I say, I got the Houston Astros against the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm going to say the St. Louis Cardinals win the World Series. For the first time in a long time, I got the St. Louis Cardinals winning the World Series over the Astros. Four games to two. Now, they have been really strong as of late. You know, they definitely, late in the season, um, pulled out some quality wins. I think they'll keep that momentum throughout the playoffs. They'll struggle a bit. But I got the St. Louis Cardinals winning it all this year. And they are your 2021 World Series champions. So those are my predictions for college football and the MLB playoffs. Hopefully your teams will win when it comes to football and the world's and the MLB playoffs. We will see. I will be watching as much as I can. So 
you know, here's to a very good fall and a very good October. That's all I got to say. But with that being said, hope you all stay safe. You all stay well, uh, stay blessed and all that good stuff. My name is Rodimus Prime and I will see you guys next time.